What is good, everyone? This is episode 15, season 3. And it's been a little bit of time since the last episode. That's alright, because we are going to move on to removal of wisdom. Now, as you can see, you'll find that what's going on in your country is happening in another country as well. So what's happening in the United States is happening in Canada, what is happening in the Netherlands, happening in Zimbabwe, it's happening in Australia, it's happening all over the place. Now, is it exactly the same thing? No, absolutely not. Of course not. But that's what the enemy does. They do things differently in different parts of the world to move it towards new world order in order to confuse people so it looks like it's different. Now, we went over problem, reaction, solution, spiritual technology, acceptance of inception, blood rituals, pedophilia, blackmail, and drugs. And now, we're going to go over removal of wisdom. But what is that really? Let's give a bit of an introduction as to the removal of wisdom. Well, when it comes to the removal of wisdom, it's not always per se education. It can be in all areas of life. Now, there is one thing that some will use as an example of each area of life. That would be called the Seven Mountains of Societal Influence. Now, I go over this in my paid podcast. And I'm going to be adding more content there as well. But for now, I'm giving you all this free content here. Now, what are the seven mountains of societal influence? Oh, some will say religion, but I call it spirituality. There's family, education, government slash military, media, arts and entertainment, and business. Or, as I like to call instead of business, economics. Because business isn't just the only part of an economy, it's a section of the economy. That's just my opinion on that. But either way, it's still the same thing. But when you remove 
wisdom from these key areas. Granted, there's more than just these seven areas. These are just the foundational aspects. Because there is also... I would also add in there technology as another mountain of influence. Technology can be completely separate. You can have technology in spirituality, family, education, government, military, media, arts and entertainment, business, economics. Or you can have technology completely by itself. Agriculture. You can have technology to farm agriculture, to grow agriculture, to harvest agriculture. That's just an example. But as for removal of wisdom, it always starts with infiltrating a community. Or it can just be an individual, but usually the target is a community. Or, as the enemy targets, the whole world, if they can. And once they start that infiltration and are successful, that is where the battle begins. But stay tuned. Be right back. Tune right back into getting into how the removal of wisdom works, how the enemy thinks next. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back, everyone. I appreciate you staying tuned in to this awesome content. So getting back into the removal of wisdom, we just got into the introduction of how they do it. They infiltrate an area of society in order... To gain influence. Well, what does this process look like? Well, of course, they already have their power source. And we talk about that. How blood rituals, pedophilia, blackmail, and drugs is what they do in the back, which is in their sacrifice to these demons and fallen angels and Satan and so on in order for their power to be enhanced. Now, with the removal of wisdom... These people come in as experts. They're not experts at all. They're just confusing people. They look like they're experts. They act like they're experts. They talk like they're experts. So they, they know exactly what the people are thinking, how they operate. They can't just go in blindly. <laughs> So they know exactly what they're getting into. That's why when they get into it, 
they have to create that foundation one way or another. And they never speak about their plans. Never. Why would they? Because their plans are to steal, kill, and destroy. So, let's use education as an example. As well as... Spirituality. I'm going to use those two points because they do coincide to a degree. Now, why do I say that? Well, when it comes to education, not everything that was started out was created by the enemy. It was started by someone who actually was intelligent. Wasn't working for the enemy at all. And what they built has actually been from hundreds of years ago. And the enemy then infiltrates that. Well. Being that said. The enemy also will create institutions. And institutions can be colleges and universities. They can be church organizations, and such. And they'll do it in order to go along with what the people are doing at the current moment. You see, they use Inception and say, is that really how it was? Is that really how history went down? Is that really what it was like, what... You were taught that's how it was. When we talked about acceptance of inception, I'm adding that in there because they do use that. So they're creating a problem that they know people will react to. And the solution they have is Removing real wisdom. So for the educational standpoint, what they'll do is they will remove history. They will keep the truth to a certain extent and remove certain elements from it. They'll stretch it out. Because in the past, what they've done is they've either killed people for trying to push the truth... Or they've tried burning books or destroying documents to remove the wisdom. But at the end of the day, it just never worked. So that's why what they do instead is they allow that to be there, but take certain elements out and add in their... mind into it. A mind that speaks of 
lies and deceit. So, as Western education and religion or slash spirituality, the enemy will, of course, they, you know, they come in as a Jew. They're not, a, they're not Jewish, as in they're not from the tribe of Judea. They're Jewish because they're from Babylon. They practice Judaism. Judaism is from Babylon. Judaism never came from the tribe of Judah. Never came from Israel. Never did. Never will. Now, it's not to say that Israel and the tribe of Judah weren't captured by Babylon and forced into captivity. Of course they did. But because they went into captivity, they compromised themselves into believing false doctrines such as the Talmud, the Mishnah, the Avoda, and all these other demonic, satanic documents. But getting back on track, yes, the enemy, they act like a Jew. They pose as a Jew, which is someone from a land that has no land, so they're a nomad. Well, they come into an area, and granted, they don't have to just pose as a Jew. They could pose as a nomad. Or someone from a far country. That's really what they pose as. But mainly they'll pose as a Jew. Because they study Judaism, Babylonian Judaism. And so, in the process, what they do is they will take one step forward and then two steps back to make three steps forward. Now, what does that mean? Well, let's give an example. They take one step forward to infiltrate. They take two steps back by looking like they've done nothing, but all they've done is allowed deceit and lies to penetrate by making people think a completely different direction than from what the truth is, from what the facts are. Now, granted, they'll bring in facts, of course. There's, you know, there's facts of the evidence. They can manufacture facts to make it seem like it's truth, but it's not. So they'll step back and allow people to accept that inception by reacting to that problem. And then when the people want to move forward, they need some sort of solution. So then they take three steps forward, providing that solution. And of course, they're doing these abominations in secret to gain more power. 
while they put people's spirits and soul parts in bondage, and the removal of wisdom as well would be as what we see today in Western Christianity. Many believe this is the Christian's end times. That this is it. The problem is they're wrong. Because people have been yelling, this is the end times, since Nero. And the reason I say that is because Yeshua actually spoke of this twice. About the end times and how to really discern it. So he says in Luke chapter 21 verse 8, Take heed, and he said, Take heed that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the times, and the time has drawn near. Therefore, do not go after them. So this means in two, ver- two ways. Either people are claiming to be Christ, or they are coming in the name of Christ. Those are the two ways that are happening. Now, this is why it's also not the end times, because people are exactly what Yeshua said in this specific way. It says in Luke 12, verses 54 to 56, Then he also said to the multitudes, Whenever you see a cloud rising out of the west, immediately you say, A shower is coming, and so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say, There will be hot weather, and there is. Hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it you do not discern this time? It's because when the enemy infiltrates, they remove wisdom. So people, so there's many people in Christianity who say they're spiritual but are not. They're just emotional theologians that have a couple of different spiritual experiences. And then they think they're this all-knowing father because they've had these spiritual experiences in that the Lord can only give that to certain people or whenever the Lord feels like. And that's not accurate. That's not accurate at all. The accuracy is that we are able to go into the Spirit because we have a, in First Thessalonians, it speaks how we have a separate spirit, soul, and body. So because we have a separate spirit, soul, and body, God created us in His like image. We are gods because of not only Genesis 1 and 2, but also Psalm 82, 6, and John 10, 34. We are gods, children of the Most High. It's also spoken of in Revelation, how we are kings and priests of a holy nation. It's even said in... It's even said in 1 Peter. As well as Deuteronomy. So... We are able to go into the Spirit. However, that connection has been cut off by the enemy because they've been able to infiltrate and remove wisdom. So because they've removed wisdom, they keep pushing the infiltration of Kabbalah. 
Kabbalah indoctrination says God is impersonal. You can't speak to him unless he wants to speak to you. Kabbalah also teaches that we're to sit around and do nothing. And that we're supposed to wait for our time to die. Then we get some pie in the sky. And that we are going to get raptured out of here. Or there are those that are in the church that also believe that we won't get raptured out of here. We'll go through tribulation. But they don't believe at all that we can go into the Spirit. They also don't believe in many things such as the spiritual gifts that the spiritual gifts that we have. So the removal of wisdom is in the church. Believing that Jews need, need to return to Israel, to nation-state Israel, to fulfill prophecy. Thinking that this new creature that that it's not even a creature, but a, a statue that looks like a creature that the UN placed, they think that's fulfilling prophecy. That's what Daniel said. It's fulfilling prophecy. This is what Revelation said. It's fulfilling prophecy. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not fulfilling prophecy at all. And the other thing is, well, a lot of the church doesn't realize what Project Bluebeam is. It's holographic technology to make things look and act realistically. Where you can touch it, and it's and it's realist. It feels real. You can, all your senses think it's real, but it's not. Because when you go into the spirit world, when you go into the spirit realm, you can see it's not real. And the other part is that with Eastern Christianity, is backwards. Because they're not going into Kabbalah, per se. And now, granted, with Kabbalah indoctrination in Western Christianity, people are actually doing astral projection, doing ascension into Metatron's cube and such. And that's all wrong. That's part of the Antichrist agenda. But going into Eastern Christianity, people are doing completely opposite. <laughs> they say, oh, we don't need any anything from the world. We don't need any of this materialism. We need to be all spiritual. So it's backwards everywhere. Now let's look at the education side of things. Well, the education side of things, for Western world, the Rockefellers removed education of what history really looks like. For example, 100 years ago, here in the United States, we were having compulsory vaccination going on. And the Supreme Court ruled against it. And the Rockefellers were trying to push that and the socialist agenda with the roundtable group between 1923 to 1930, and they were caught. David Rockefeller killed the senator, poisoned him. Now, of course, there's no evidence that came up for that, but it's very likely that he did have him poisoned because the senator... Granted, I don't remember his name, was killed because the senator was actually exposing the Rockefellers for the agenda of what they were pushing, the New World Order agenda. Well, they had to go underground with that whole thing. Came back in the 1950s, became head of the Department of Education. 
completely changed out all the history. We had electric cars that were starting to come up in the 1930s. Because the oil industry was going out bankrupt. Government saved them. A thousand years ago, we had people that actually created radios. Not even a thousand years ago. You can look at like 500 years ago. People were using electric currents. Saying people lived in the dark ages. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pause right here. So we're going to take a break. And what we're going to do is we're going to come back and finish up this episode on the removal of wisdom. So stay tuned, everyone. All right. Welcome back, everyone. I appreciate you all staying tuned in to this awesome content. And... Yes, what I've been saying is the truth. You'll be able to find this when you do the proper research, just like I have. It's not difficult. It just takes the time. Will I give those exact reference points? I'm not going to give exact reference points to everything I do. Why? Why would I not do that? Why would I not want to reference all the work that I do? There's no point in referencing all the work that one does. Because if that individual can't go and do the research themselves, and they just want to go to one individual, how can they really say what the individual is saying is truth and fact? So that's why I'm not going to provide every single thing. I do reference... A lot of the stuff I talk about. But the names that I even name, like Kabbalah, Roundtable Group, compulsory vaccination in a hundred years ago in the United States, you can just look that stuff up online and you'll be able to find it easily. Even on Google, you'll find it. It's It's there. Now, one thing I'll tell you about uh, removing wisdom is the World's Columbian Exposition. This was in Chicago from May 1st, 1893 to October 30th, 1893. Some of you may have seen this on TikTok going around. Some of you may have actually studied this. Most of you may not have heard about this. Well, here's exactly what it says when you pull it up on Google. The World's Columbian Exposition was a World's Fair held in Chicago in 1893 to celebrate the 400th anniversary of Christopher Columbus's arrival in the New World in 1492. The centerpiece of the fair held in Jackson Park was a large water pool representing the voyage Columbus took to the New World. And... The amount of visitors in 1893 was 27,300,000 people. 
1893, 27,300,000 people visited this location. How? I thought we were living in the Dark Ages. Well, when you look at it, you'll find it very interesting. That stuff isn't even around anymore. They tore it all down. There's actually electric walkways people were on in order to get to some of these events. I mean, granted, it was in the city. Talking about how we didn't have electricity used that much <laughs> in the 1800s. Come on, give me a break. Well... Granted, being that said, the removal of wisdom you'll find is in all sources. So let's go ahead and get into economics and how the removal of wisdom was switched in there. Well, there's also the establishment of the Federal Federal Reserve, or, in other countries, central banks. Okay, before that, people were using gold and silver. Then when the Federal Reserve, or the central banks, came into play, they, along, excuse me, along with the governments, through acts and monetary policy, Stole the gold and silver from people and replaced it with paper currency. And by the way, currency is a medium of exchange and mediums communicate with the dead. So these are witches, wizards, warlocks, sorcerers. The elites and the bloodlines, they're communicating with people throughout the world because people are dead at sea. Because their birth certificate, in most countries, are traded on the World Stock Exchange. All day long, every day, every week. Five days a week. Okay? Now... When we had the Federal Reserve in the United States established in 1933, it was HJR 192 Public Law 73-10 is what completely stole the wealth from the people. It finalized that. It bankrupted the corporation of the United States. And it said that all U.S. citizens are debt slaves, and their labor is what backs up their birth certificates. Now, I'm not going to say some of those things in detail like that, but because they use the legal system, they're not going to have it look like that. They're going to use legal words to confuse the people, make it look boring, uninteresting to look at. Well, you'll find throughout history and other countries have done the same thing. The methods, again, they vary in all these other countries. 
but the concept is still the same. Now, with investments, now instead of people purchasing land, or they acquire a land patent, now they go for real estate investing. So they don't own the property at all. They don't have the land. They, have, they are entitled to be on that property. And so they have others pay them to be on their entitled property. Well, a lot of the times, people that are real estate investing don't own the title. And the bank's on the title because their people are going into debt. Granted, they have a positive cash flow because they're doing the numbers. They don't own the property. They're not entitled for one to be on that property. For two, they don't even own the land. Now, what are some other investments? Well, other investments would be like putting funds into the stock market. Putting funds into the stock market is a really bad idea. Why? Because the enemy created the stock market. Now, having stock in a company, as in you help fund it, you will have a piece of that business. That doesn't mean actually investing into the stock market itself. It means that you go to the business owner and you provide funding for them. And they give you stock. That is being a stock owner of that company. But being a stock owner of a business on the stock exchange doesn't mean you own a piece of that business. Why? Because the enemy uses... What are called in two different forms? Could I call money makers or market makers? The usual term is market maker because there are instruction manuals for market making. There is for stock exchange and there is for the foreign exchange market. And what do these market makers do? Well, market makers, they manipulate the markets. And granted, people are starting to become aware of this, that there are the market makers. And you follow their patterns and you make the currency off of them. Well, this is also not building wealth. You're just getting little pieces from them over time. So you're still having to work to learn how to do this. And you're still having to learn, you're still having to work to put in the ability to take small amounts. Granted, there is a way where you can make from four or five figures and turn it into six, possibly seven figures in a couple hours to overnight. I have done it. It is possible. It is there. However, that's not how you build wealth. Others, ways of investments would be such as life insurance. Many of you, if not all of you, have heard of life insurance. 
Is life insurance building wealth? Absolutely not. Insurance is just legalized fraud. It steals even more so-called wealth from people. Because when the currency collapses, those funds will be worthless. What are other types of investments? Building a business. Many don't understand and have very little knowledge even as well that building a business requires planning and skill. And of course, you need the Lord behind what you're doing. And you can't go into the legal system, because if you do, you have to go by the enemy's rules. When you go by the enemy's rules, well, you allow the enemy to have access to you. That's why it's important to become private and lawful with a business. And so when people build a business, they think that they just need to build contracts, have some legal protection, such as legal entities, trademark, patents, their products, their names, services. thinking that they need to do all these other non-essentials and then coming to the time where currency collapses, they don't have anything, especially in e-commerce, where they think it's the easiest way to make currency. And it, it is simple, however, currency collapses you have no products for one. You have nobody spending on your business for two. You're done. You're out of the game. The only reason for presence online is for people to come to you physically. That's the whole reason for online presence. It's not to sell online And accepting cryptocurrency is even worse. The dollar, when the dollar collapses, cryptocurrency collapses. But we've talked a bit about economics. What about these other areas like media or arts and entertainment or government, military, family? The family is destroyed. It's not taught to have... So the enemy takes away... The family unit. Over time. By... Having... The father figure... To work long hours. So when they work the long hours... 
Well, they need something to de-stress them. Well, over time, then, the child or the children learn from their parents because the father figure was never there. So there's rebellion. All that rebellion grows. And pleasure arises. Government and military. Government's supposed to be small. But because there's the problem-reaction-solution, people want safety with their pleasure. So, at the end of the day, when the enemy takes from people, when they kill the people, when they destroy the people, in the end, that's exactly what happens to them. It is. It's always going to happen that way. But it, it is time to start moving forward in the right direction. That's why you want to buy precious metals, precious stones, precious jewels, precious minerals. You want to have a land patent for your land. You want to make sure that what you acquire is physical, not just a paper documentation. You don't just want to rely on going to the store to get your food and water and beverages and such. You want to connect and network with others and have what you want and need. And you need to provide the same thing. And then you can have the, the stores as a secondary option. But we are now going to move on to carnal and soulful connections. But as you've seen when we've talked about the removal of wisdom, it's over time, accepting inception, accepting those problems reacting to it, by accepting the solution. Well, you have to accept the problem. But accepting the solution of what the enemy gives? Yeah, no. <laughs> so we are going to move on to carnal and soulful connections. This is what... is why people are the way they are. And have allowed things to happen. So until next time. We'll see you then. So stay tuned.